There is no turning back. Hallelujah. There is no turning back. There is no turning back. He says, anyone that puts his hand on the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. He is not fit for the kingdom. Yeah. So once you hold on to the plow, you must keep on working. Don't look back. Hallelujah. I usually make a statement um, that I don't know where I'll backslide to. I can't backslide. Because even Satan will not accept me. There is nowhere to go again. I'm at the final bus stop. It's either Jesus or no one else. Hallelujah. You must come to a point of conviction that where you are is the right place. Hallelujah. And in Christ, you are covered. There is no going back. Now, there is no day the devil would decide not to disturb you. That he will tell you that uh, you can go ahead and do what you want to do. No. So he's at work. And you are also at work. And you have the backup of heaven. Heaven is on your side. You cannot fail. Amen. Amen. You think it is very easy to lose a whole family? Your wife and all the children at the same time. And yet you say it is well with my soul. It's not easy. It comes from a very deep understanding of who you are in Christ. A man went into a salt business. And one day there was a flood that wiped the salt away. Water entered the warehouse and they had a chemistry. Water and salt. When they meet, you know the meaning. So this man woke up to discover that he had lost everything. And he said, the one who began this work for me is still alive. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't matter how bad the situation is for you now. Your God has not changed. He says, I'm the Lord that changed not. That is why you sons of Jacob will do what? Amen. Amen. We are serving a living God. He's not just living, he's faithful. He's a glorious one. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning again. Our confidence in life is that you are faithful. And we'll press on walking with you at all times. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Please sit down. The year 2020. 2020. What is our confession here? Then
Now, you see, what you say is the theme for the year must be something before you. So be bold to confess it. Amen. If you believe in it, then confess it. So what it can If you can't confess it, you cannot gain from it. So what to mean Pemunka and they want to mean You may be weak today. Very lukewarm. But as you keep on confessing that you are on fire for the Lord, you are releasing energy into your inner man for you to be on fire. Forget about how you are today. Be speaking what you expect to be. Keep on saying it. The devil may tell you it's not true, but keep on saying it. Do, do you know that people tell lies and they keep on lying and lying, the lie becomes a truth for them. So they can't even understand for you that you are saying what they said is not true. He has been lying for about four years. The same thing he has been saying it for years. If that is the case, why not profess what God has said to you? When he said you are more than a conqueror, keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. As you say it, you are prophesying into your life. You are not lying. You are speaking straight. You are on fire for the Lord. And somebody tells you, so why is that you are late today? I'm still on fire for the Lord. That's why I came. I came. I was late, but I came. And the fire is gathering up. Gathering up. It's going up. Be higher. Very soon. Very soon. All of you will meet me here. Just keep on saying it. Hallelujah. If we believe in what the Lord has said, we will see the fruit of it. Beginning from tomorrow, our fasting takes off. And this morning, I want to take you on a little journey to prepare ourselves for the fasting. Somebody was preaching. And made a statement. Maybe if I were in the hall, I would have signaled him that he was lying. He said, This time is not the time for fasting, the time of grace. We are in the era of grace. So everything is accomplished. There is no need for fasting. Indeed, somebody else said that Jesus had done all the fasting we are supposed to be doing. Praise God. But you see, before Jesus left, he said something. He said, as long as the bridegroom is with with the friends of the bride, there will be no need for fasting. But when he is gone, then they will have to fast. So this is the fasting age of the church whether you like it or not 
Who understood grace better than Jesus Christ? The Bible said the grace of our Lord Jesus. So the grace came from him. And this grace was saying that when he is taken away, we shall fast. What theology are you preaching? So fasting is part of us. We must understand it. And we must do it. You can refuse to fast. You'll be the one to lose. Examine yourself and see how convenient it is for you, both spiritually and physically, when you are fasting. You discover you are a different person altogether. Things change about you. And if it is so, why shouldn't there be a yearning to do it even more? the only thing I don't like I'm not saying it's wrong what I don't like is to make fasting a law on your side I'm fasting for two weeks that is different from corporate fast the one we are doing now it's from the church if it's a corporate one coming from the altar that we are fasting for so and so period, you've got to do it. But when, 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 sorry. Uh-huh. I'm fasting. One week. Why are you fasting? That's what you are looking for. When, when what you are looking for happens, you are at liberty to leave the fast. You have not offended God. He did not tell you to do it. You are, I will explain this one very well so I don't go with the wrong I took my leaders for a retreat some, some years ago in Kumasi. We went to um I don't know. That town where you have Ose Tutu training, uh, what is it, secondary school or something? On the Sunyan Road. We were supposed to have been there for five days. The fast was on. And in those days, if I took you out like that, you wouldn't sleep more than three hours in a, in a day. And that's a... Uh, we are praying we are studying if we have to walk we walk around and be praying you know that you went to pray it's not that you feel it you know that so we're on top like that on the third day i gave an assignment to one of the men and as he was praying, he hit a revelation. And when he used that revelation to pray, the Lord told me the meeting has come to an end. As soon as he finished, I said, we are going home. He said, but we said five days, I said, we are going home. What we came for, we've gotten it. So I took my time to explain it to them. So they won't come under guilt. You said you want to fast. For five days. First day, second day, third day. And by accident, you ate. By accident. One of my little girls says, I, I, I didn't intention. <laughs> you didn't intention. Okay, maybe you didn't intention. And then you act. There is no guilt in this one. 
God did not tell you to go and fast. You said you will fast. And you couldn't make it. Don't allow this one to bug you down. And then have a sense of guilt. That will break you down. You can't even pray. Shake it off and go ahead. Do you get what I'm saying? Now I learned that one from Pastor Kumuyi in 1990. And when he preached, he helped me because anytime I wanted to fast, sometimes I'll go on two, three days and then I'll be off. So don't make it a law. Make it a love relationship between you and God. And the Father, spiritually, you need it. You need it. But that you couldn't make it today doesn't mean the next time you still do the same thing. And when the answer comes, you know the answer has come. But I do a particular fast. I call it a consecration fast. That he may have me. If he will have me, so if he can have me, so then I will surely have him. It's a personal thing I do. I don't have to be led. I lead myself. Periodically, I do that one. It could be two days, it could be three days. Sometimes seven days. But that's what I do personally. So now, with this fast, if for any reason you sleep, continue the next day, continue. Like you see, because see, see, listen, listen, listen. I am not giving you an excuse to sleep. Uh, so, so the way one, one lady was clapping, when you finish, I will talk to her. The moment I finish, she began to she has put up her mind to sleep. I will, mon I will monitor you. If for any reason, if for any reason, don't become guilty. Just continue. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, now, so that is just to educate you on some of the things. But fasting actually means closing of the mouth. So you close your mouth against food. And close your mouth against certain utterances. It is not a time for you to be talking. Just talking everywhere. Just move everywhere. You are talking, talking. The whole day you are talking. No. Close your mouth. Hello? I'm not saying don't greet people. No. Don't spend time talking, gossiping, chatting. Let it be a time that your mouth is limited in its performance. It is more unto the Lord in prayer and in praise and worshiping God. It is more into you carrying the word of God and reading it to yourself and making confessions. Hallelujah. So close your mouth. 
Jesus was a personification of grace. Christo no When you saw him, you are seen grace. So When you encounter him, you have encountered grace. Jesus Christ was born of the Spirit of God. He had never sinned. He never sinned once. Why did he need to fast as we see in Matthew 4 and Luke 4? Luke, Luke, Luke 4. Yeah. Yeah. After the baptism, we are told that the Spirit of God led him to the wilderness. To fast. And he was there for 40 days. 40 days. Almost obi in 40. Eh, no. 40 days. Go on in 40 cities. 40 Ghana so they understand that one. 40 they understand. 40 million they know it. 40 million cities. When they are counting, they don't count in three, they count in English. Hundred cities. Another hundred. 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 No carbon bang or chair, you say. Oh, but can't you see? Oh, baby, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm going I'd like us to go to chapter 4 of Luke's gospel. I will not be reading everything. We'll just look at then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned to the Jordan. I mean, from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Yes, go ahead. Being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And afterwards, when they had ended, when the days had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. If you are. Now, Jesus was full of what? The Spirit. So, he went into the wilderness. He went into the fasting when he was full of the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Now, the first temptation that came is this. If you are the Son of God, Command this stone to become bread. The Bible says he was hungry. Anytime the devil wants to tempt you, he introduces Eve. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Don't worry. The day I will call SNM to come and interpret into heaven, we will hear something. Glory to God. Amen. Now, any time, and that's what he does. He knows who you are. But he wants to cast a doubt. You just have to doubt who God says you are. And many of us believers, 
are not getting what God wants us to get because we doubt him. You know what he did to Eve over there in the garden? Has, has God said, has he said that you should eat of this? Has he said so? Where was he? How did he know that God has said something? God had given instruction. Now he came to cast a doubt. To make them to reject. The thing the devil does make sure that you reject God's word. And always that is not possible. He says your sins are forgiven. And you begin to look at the enormity of the, 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 the quantum of the sins that you have committed. And you begin to doubt the faithfulness of God. These things were just too much. God couldn't have forgiven me. And instead of getting liberated by the statement, you now begin to doubt God and you don't have confidence even to go before God. He places guilt on your heart. And as long as he can keep you away from the presence of God, so to me, he has gotten you. That you committed abortion. And God said that shall not kill. And you think you say I have myself Jesus. And that, that God has forgotten about that one. God is not a fool. He cannot break his own word. You are a murderer. You and the man that made the cause is you are all murderers. And so you, you want to pray to God. For the first 30 minutes, you are pleading that God should forgive you your sins. And you are crying. You kneel down there and cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. And you are waiting for God to open his mouth and tell you I have forgiven you. And God is not saying anything. That's where your prayer will end. And you get up from your prayer point, guilty and weak. And then Satan has more chance to deal with you. More chance to deal with you. Exactly. That's what he does. When you hear the word of God, he tells you it's not true. He begins to give you another explanation. That's what he does. So what we are telling you that get close to the word of God, feed yourself with the word, we know what we're talking about. If you are the son of God, there was so much hunger in the land, the Fertile Crescent, that area where Palestine was. Fact, it, was a, it was a normal thing to have hunger around the area. And everyone was looking for food. If you can change stone to bread and feed yourself and then give to others, they will follow you. Now, there was God's program for, for Jesus and the devil wanted to change that program. All he wanted Jesus to do was to disobey God. 
And that is why he seeks for us to also do that we disobey God. So when your spiritual level is low and your flesh is strong, you always obey God. You go logic. This one is not possible now. He said, cast your bread upon the waters. And after many days, you will find it. What kind of lie is this? You throw your bread on water, the thing gets dissolved into the water. And there is after many days, you will find it. Where, where would you find it? Do you know where this river is flowing to? And then you sit down and say it is true. I'm not going to It says, give. And it will abound unto you. Anything that you give out. You deduct from what you have. The thing is reducing. How can I be given and still be multiplying? Because the thing is going away. God is not a God of logic. If you like, let me put it this way. This God is opposite to man. The ways of God are quite different from the ways of men. But Satan always wants to bring you to that point where you follow your logic, your mind. Especially those of us who have the privilege of going to school. You've read, you have read. When we are talking, it's according to Newton's law of motion. The principles of financial prosperity. If you have one, you add one, makes two. Because yeah, Praise God. Now, now, so this is the devil's mission. And he has used this one over and over again. And he's still using it now. Jesus knew who the devil was. So he had to conquer him before he went ahead. You've got to conquer him. Not potentially, but practically. Not potentially. Okay, I'm coming. Now, positionally, because of what Christ did, you have conquered the devil. Positionally. But in practical dimensions, you have to conquer him. So what Christ has done for you must be made manifest. And you need some spiritual energy to be able to do that. So the work of grace calls for energy, spiritual energy on your inside to make them speak out. Christ has done all things for us. So positionally we have all things. But why are we not seeing all things? Because something is wrong somewhere. The enemy is throwing some things on the, on the path. He places you under some, 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 some fear. And so you can't go forward. In the course of fasting, something happens to you in the realm of the spirit. To make you overcome the enemy. No matter what he does. He will make you doubt who you are in Christ. Christ. 
Hallelujah. What is he looking for? That you may rebel against God. That you may come to a point where you are no longer under the control of the Lord. That you seek to have an independent mind. This is my mind. When we come to God, there's no democracy. It is not democracy. It is theocracy. When he speaks, it's final. The world won't understand that one, but it's what it is. Hallelujah. So when you listen to them, the things they say on air, what they write, and you are not grounded in the word of God. You'll be misled. Don't listen to them. Listen to what God is saying. You don't have any mind except the mind of Christ. And if you had the mind of Christ, can you now rise up against Christ whatever he has said? You don't have any will. Your will is under his will. That's the way a Christian behaves. Well, is he a fool? Yeah, he's a fool. In the understanding of men. But the foolishness of God. The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest of men. If you don't know how to be a fool for Christ, you will never get what he wants you to get. That is the essence of that song. I have decided to follow him. There's no turning back. That's the attitude. So don't carry your grammar, your grammar to God's own program. Don't carry your logic. You 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 read uh, you read you read philosophy. You read whatever. Don't bring it there. Before philosophy came to be a subject, God was a philosopher. God was a physicist before physics came to be learned. Whatever you are reading there, everything was with him before you began to read. Now you see, I, I say something, I joke a lot with, with truth. I joke with what? Truth. So, if, if you don't know me, you, you won't pick what I'm saying. You'll just be joking with me. The first person who sold, who taught him, or taught her, which school did he attend? Where did the idea come from? Have you sat down to think? The first person that built a house where did he learn his architecture and masonry from? How did he come about the idea? There's a creative force on your inside. And that's God himself. So when he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, everything that must be done is on your inside. But we have become so dependent. So dependent that somebody must come to do something before we appreciate that the thing is done. I'll give you a little example. I didn't read literature. I did not read literature in school. I didn't read literature. It wasn't one of my courses anyway. 
one of my subjects. But I decided to read the books they were reading. For my personal benefit. Now, because I never read English as a course at the university, I did not believe that I could write any good piece. So I'll write some poems and then I'll put them away. I said I didn't have the know-how. So one day I was discussing with one expert in English language. And when I mentioned that to me, he said, let me have a copy of what you have written. I gave him one. He read it. He said, you wrote it. I said, yeah, I did. Did you copy as I didn't copy? He said, this thing that you have here, this one. Said, what, have, what have you got so much pain into your life? I have caused so much loss by throwing those things away. Now he got the thing typed. He was teaching English, so he took it to the class for appreciation. And he invited me to sit in the class. And the first thing he did was to ask them, go through the thing. Now, do you have an idea who wrote it? The first person who spoke said Shoyinka. I sat there. And you were called man of names. These were brains. <laughs> they could not appreciate the work I had written. They couldn't interpret it. So the, the, the lecturer now turned to me and told them, Mr. Fosu wrote this one. They said no. So he asked me to give them an idea. So I told them what the waiting was about. Now, what happened that day gave me a new confidence that there was something inside me that could be a blessing to people. But I had limited myself because I thought I had not been taught the you know faith. Nobody taught faith how to or do what this head. Nobody. What do you call it? Brady. She said doing that one as an infant. Nobody taught her. And you can search your life. There are things you do. Nobody taught you. I'm a very powerful cook. It's not to make you feel good. But I create my own menu and write my and do my food. It's just that this 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 girl won't allow me to cook. So one day I said, if I had known, I would have gone that way. I would have gone to read nutrition or something. It is inside me. It's inside yeah, me. You. you can invite me to your house to come and cook for you. At a fee. You are my manager. Now, where am I going to? Don't let what people say on the outside, what they call specialization, influence you. You won't go far. That is what the devil does. To make you leave what God has said. To do something different. But Jesus Christ chose to go by the word of God. When you read the entire thing, you will discover that he was always quoting scriptures to answer the devil. He will quote to us. My mission is not to explain that thing that happened. I only need verse 1 and verse 14. 
He went into the wilderness full of the Holy Ghost. He conquered the devil and returned full of power. In verse 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. He was full of the Holy Ghost. But there was no power manifestation until he went to the fast. That is why I know that by the time we are ending this fast, many of you begin to see the gifts of God in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. There's so much on your inside that the body has covered it. But this fast will give you a breakthrough. A lady brought a box to a place when Jesus was in chapter 7 of Luke's gospel and chapter 11 of John's gospel. Man, can you hear me? see box. Box. It was a container. Something was inside. That's what she brought to attend to Jesus. When she left her house and was carrying that box, there was nothing spectacular about the box. But when she got to where Jesus was and he broke that wood box, wooden box, they called it alabaster wood flask. He broke it. When she broke the thing, then the fragrance from the ointment began to speak everywhere. That's what fasting does to a one who is committed to it. It helps you to break the body. It breaks this container and allows what is inside you to begin to show forth. And that is what many have used because they went to do it for selfish interest. They are using the power they got for also selfish, what they got, self gain. Somebody got born again last week and he goes to Achia Mountain. 40 days. By all means, the flesh, the flesh will be conquered and your spirit man will wake up looking for another spirit to relate with. That's the advice I gave to pastor some years ago. He has been going to Achia. Have you stopped going there? It's been a long time. Started going to Achia very early. I had to advise him to keep him alive. I've never gone there before. In fact, I cannot go. Except, except uh, Roland decided to carry me on his back. That's only when the wife is not present because if the wife gets to know that I'm going to stay on his back, the woman will start crying. She will say, the husband don't die, finish. Now, you see, if I have a helicopter take me there, that'd be okay. I'll go and stay there for... How many months? Now Maybe about say? three months or so. Ah, okay. And then come oh, back. Yes, so you go and stay there. And, so and then you are this, fasting. What could this end then you, know, you fast and fast and fast. No matter what it is. Even if you are a demon. The demon inside you will seek a relationship. And because people fast and pray in that area. You have all manner of spirits at work in the area. That's what I told him. So many people go in there and come back with other spirits, not the Holy Ghost. Because a spirit comes upon his spirit. It could be that of fornication. He gave one story like that. Somebody was there. How many days? 21 days. And then he descended from where they were to the next level. And he was caught with the woman there. 
on the mountain. So 21 days. What did you go there for? He couldn't conquer the devil there. Because he didn't have the word. He got a semblance of power. That was not godly. That's why you cannot fast without taking time to meditate on God's word. So this fasting will help you humble the body and allow your spirit man to rise up and have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. And then you'll be strengthened on your inside to go and do exploits. I think after this, this fasting, we will send you out to go and heal the sick. And you will go and come back with results in the name of Jesus Christ. Because something is going to happen in your life. So don't take the time of fasting literally like that. There's a fragrance in you that must bless people. But until the flesh is broken, you cannot get it. Don't look down upon yourself. See yourself as containing God. You are a pot that contains God. God is living on your inside. The power of God is there on your inside. The Holy Ghost is alive on your inside. Eternal life is on your inside. That will affect people, affect your world. You are going to break that thing down. You are going to break yourself down. Descend from being proud and come to a point of humility. The major things that Jesus manifested humility, obedience, service. This, I believe, is what this fasting seeks to achieve. Humility, obedience to the voice of God, service in the kingdom. You will come out stronger than before. You will come out stronger than before. Doing greater exploits for the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. The beauties of grace will be released to your life. And you will become a blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Finally, there's a scripture I want us to read. And we'll use that one take advantage of the life in Christ. Luke 1. Luke chapter 1. Aha. Luke chapter 1. Good. Verse 26. Verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to sent by God to a, a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Yes, go ahead. To a virgin between... Okay, you know the story. Let me just pick what I want. Angel Gabriel was sent to Mary to go and announce that she was going to be the mother yes, of the Savior. Now, when he delivered the message, verse 34, verse 34, Mary says something to the angel. How can this be? Since I do not know a man. There have been some challenging issues of your life. It could be sickness. It could be delay. Whatever you want to be, you are delayed in it. Your visions are never 
They never see the light of the day. It appears that when you want to rise up, then something pushes you down. So when an idea comes to you, you tell yourself or you ask yourself, how can this be? I don't have money. I don't have anyone to help me. And so you are sitting down there. In our family, nobody goes beyond this point. And I've always said that you are the one to go beyond it. For the people behind you to go ahead. Your life must mark a new beginning for your family. Hallelujah. So whatever is there that makes you say what Mary said, how can this be? How can this be? Seeing that I don't have money. I don't have connections. I didn't go to school much. How can this be? I'm a stranger in the land. So how can this be? There cannot be a change in my life. Because everything has ended. How can this be? I want to let you know that in this month of fasting, that question shall receive the answer. Now look at the answer in verse 35. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. There is going to be the coming upon of the Holy Ghost in the course of the fasting. And the things that appeared impossible to you will become cheap and possible. It shall be something that God alone has done. So that all the glory will be given to him. I want you to note this thing. All the things that you call impossible in your life, list them, list them, write them down on paper. And every single day, you are sending them away from the realm of impossibility. By giving the answer that was given. The spirit of the Lord is upon my finances. The power of God is overshadowing my finances. Therefore, a new financial position is coming forth. You are going to address every single challenge you are having. Including sickness and diseases. Some inadequacy, some lack here and there. Every one of them, you will subject them to the treatment of the Holy Ghost. And by the time the fast is over, you will stand here to give testimony. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter the name. It cannot be more serious than a woman who will not meet a man and have a child. That a woman gave birth and was still a virgin. No, God is wonderful. I was looking at that one yesterday night and I was just praying and thanking God for who He is. When He takes anything from you to use, it doesn't depreciate. So far different chain, not the or the age man. Sadden it doesn't depreciate, depreciate and soon take a soon take and for that's on a soon appreciates. Now he borrowed somebody's wife. See, my person says, and young coupon echo free or be a year or family or family. 
to package his son and bring him to the earth. The woman was a virgin. How will he now bring this woman back to the husband, the virgin? It takes the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He said, the Spirit of God shall come upon you. And the power of the highest, the most high God, will overshadow you. Overshadowing. Over what? An encasement. Taking you away from the glare of mankind. Some incubation. And the Spirit of God hovered on the deep, releasing power into it. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. The spirit of the, of the, the power, the power from the highest will overshadow you. It will be a different continent altogether. A different place from the entire world. And the Holy Ghost will be doing his work. Nobody will see it. And nobody will touch it. And then present the outcome. That is what he's going to do for you in this time. In the name of Jesus Christ. That which he will do for you. No human eye will see it. He when I was formed. In the deepest parts. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw me. But my parts were written down. He said, I, 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 I'm what? I'm what? I'm what? I'm what? I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. What God will do for you in this fasting period if you pay attention to the Holy Ghost. If you be so fearful that when you talk about them, people will wonder, they will say you are lying. Because you take it away from the realm of men. The power of God shall overshadow you. It will change the womb, it will remove the kidneys, it will remove everything and put you what in the name of Jesus Christ. He will brew a different job for you and give you new ideas and things will begin to move forward. The power of the Lord shall be upon this assembly. He will cover the assembly and do a new work and when he will remove himself it shall be a different assembly altogether in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. That is the experience you are going to have. When he began to show me this yesterday night, I, I was beside myself. It takes only God to make a, a virgin give birth and remain a virgin. It takes only God to raise the dead and bring them to life. That dead business is coming back to life in the name of Jesus. That dead mind is coming back to life. That dead body is coming back to life. The dead intestines are coming back to life. The dead kidneys are coming back to life. The afflicted blood is coming back to life. Because the spirit of God shall come and do the work. In the name of Jesus. I welcome you to a new era of glory. A new era of glory. An era of lifting. In the name of Jesus. Nothing shall be lacking in your life. Nothing shall be lacking in your life. After this fast. Nothing shall be lacking in your life. In the name of Therefore, brethren, let's approach this exercise with all commitment. Beginning from tomorrow. If you are not on the church page, let, let the administrators know who is there. But church page, our WhatsApp, 
contact somebody, let them put you there. Because we shall be sending some things to you. your mouth. But you can drink water. And when we break the fast, don't go and eat heavy food to negate what you have gotten. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'd like you to lift up your hands onto heaven and begin to say things. Begin to call things into being. The things that you are expecting to have, what you desire to see, begin to call them into being. Oh, 